Well, we're going to be educated about STEM entrepreneurship, uh, and we are joined <laughs> by a beautiful young lady uh, who is not only just an entrepreneur, but a BSc honors holder in computer sciences. And uh, she has worked in the food and beverage industry for 14 years and many other industries. I mean, this is a woman who's really taken uh, flight to this uh, particular area of uh, business and uh, industry. Uh, she is also a wife, a daughter, and a mother to two boys. She's a sister to 10 siblings. Yeah. Ten siblings. So you can imagine what a fighter we are talking to. We are talking to Sene Legoba, who is the director and founder of 4IR Innovation PTY Limited, specializing in industrial automotive and IT solutions. Senele, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Thank you for inviting me. Listen, speaking to a woman who's been doing it for years, uh, doing something that everyone thinks, ha, is very difficult, <laughs> in this uh, uh, 4IR technology-driven industry. Um, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> it's such an inspiration. How did you get into the sort of work that you do at 4IR Innovation? Uh, thank you, Patricia. You know, um, it took a, a long time for me to actually jump uh, into it. Uh, as you can see, I've, I've worked in corporate for quite a, a number of years. I worked in, um, in automation. And, I mean, in the space where I was working, I was always the Batinitela uh, machine or the rose among the thorns, uh, the woman in, in the big uh, field of men. And it, it never really felt like a privilege. Privilege. It, it felt more like a, a challenge that a, um, it can't be that there are so few women that are capable of uh, working in the field of, of automation, specifically for me. And over the years, as I grew in the field and, and, and became more senior, I realized that I, there were really few women that were either interested or um, able to get into the field for many different reasons. Uh, so I thought I, I need to maybe get out there and find out why we are not able to get more women here and see what I can do uh, in that um, ocean, how much uh, water I can drop in as well. So then I decided to um, uh, start up my own company uh, for IR Innovations uh, that aims at uh, automation consulting um, innovation solution for anything really, as well as STEM education, which is more the closest uh, thing to my heart, uh, because there I I really look at uh, youngsters from the age of ten, uh, see if you can find that spark of curiosity in science, technology, engineering, and math, uh, and then uh, um, try and, and 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 nourish or or, or nurture that uh, interest so that one day they can find themselves interested in a, a career in STEM and they can then um, a, uh, follow follow it. And then we can have more girls, more boys, black boys, everybody. Uh, we can have a diverse uh, uh, field, a, a transformed field uh, in STEM. Well, in your research and uh, just being in this industry, what are the actual reasons why women uh, are not enticed to get into technology fields? Um, from, from getting um, uh, through the research, you can see that um, 
it's it's mainly seen as a difficult field. It starts with uh, science and maths uh, as subjects of choice when when learners get to grade ten. Um, it's 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 they are somehow they they start to feel that the subject is difficult, so they'd rather not uh, explore it. And those that actually choose the subject, you'll find that they get into the subject and they struggle, uh, either because um, maybe they they don't have a a, a good um, a, a understanding with the teacher, perhaps or they just don't understand the concepts that are being taught to them. Because, uh, you know, when, when you see something that's being taught, uh, taught to you, it, it makes better sense. So when there's no exposure to all these concepts that are taught in math and in science, then it becomes really difficult for somebody who, is, who, who really is a visual learner to understand it. So I think then uh, uh, learners drift away because of that fear that the subject is difficult and uh, the thought or the myth that uh, boys do better at it, um, which, is, which is all not true. So now another thing, Sanele, is that uh, this industry is not one that is glamorous. It doesn't have the glitz. So young people these days are, are tending to go for um, industries that are, are saying, look at me, high profile, we are all over the place. Mm? So what is it that you can do to start enticing them? Or what is it that you've been doing through 4IR Innovations? So it's 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 really uh, and not very uh, enticing, especially because when you get uh, down and dirty into the works, you wear your 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 safety boots and you put on your vest if you have to get into the the manufacturing factory. So you don't really all the time dress up nice and 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 formal. Um, but it, what I like is that it's a very relaxed uh, environment. And um, it also taps into your thinking. I think I think w- when you are able to solve people's problems uh, and and really um, see processes working better, you get a certain level of satisfaction. Uh, so what what I really try and and impart on on the youngsters that I come across is 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 coming to a, a, a sense of, you know, being able to think of solutions and then using technology to solve those problems. I usually, come, I usually hear people saying, you know, technology is such a problem or other automation uh, takes away people's jobs. I don't see it exactly that way. I, I, of course, I believe we need to empower our young people to be able to control the, the, the technology that is coming up now. So if, if they've got the skills, then they become, um, they become superior to the, to, the, uh, to the robotics that come up. They become superior to the technology that we have. So what better way to do it than to empower them to you know, take control and be the ones that solve the problems that exist around them? Because really, I, I know that... Um, uh, the 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 young the young kid ten year old that is in the deep midlands rural area has an idea on how to solve problems that exist around her and uh, all she needs is 
somebody to tell her that actually whatever you are thinking as a solution, you can uh, make it work. Sometimes they see it as too far from them. Now, with with STEM SAR subjects, uh, can we address that? Why do we find them so boring and difficult when we're at school? <laughs> Why are we not, uh, you know, enticed by them? We'll take that to answer mm-hmm. after the break. A-teamers join in on the conversation. How can we entice young people uh, to becoming STEM entrepreneurs? Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Education Conversations. We're in conversation with uh, Senele Goba, who is the director and founder of 4IR Innovations P2I Limited, specializing in industrial automation uh, IT solutions. We're talking what is STEM entrepreneurship and how can we entice our young people to get into this industry. Join in on the conversation mm-hmm. on 0614-104107 or SMS41391. You can also call in on 086-000-2032. Before the break, Senele, I asked you, um, I mean, about the STEM subjects. <laughs> uh, science, technology, maths, economics, as in Zimmerman. But uh, young people... How do we entice them uh, to get into these subjects? Because that should be the bedrock of entering into STEM entrepreneurship. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really about uh, getting them to understand that STEM forms a basis of everything that we and we we interact with in our lives, and nothing beats exposure. Uh, I always uh, think about, you know, a child that grows up in a um, an entrepreneurial family or say where at home they've got a, a spaza shop or a certain form of business. That child is exposed from the time, from the time they, were, they are very young. So by the time they've got certain formative uh, thoughts in their head about what is difficult and what's not, starting a business, is is no longer a, a, a brainer. It's a matter of it's just something you do. Now, if we expose them young, if we expose them at the age of four, uh, in a form of play, you know, in a form of uh, um, uh, uh, playing with, you know, toys, if we buy them toys that make them think about the things that happen in real life uh, uh, and, and understand how those things happen, we start to make them understand that this is part of life. This is something that anybody can do. Because we, we sometimes when I work with the kids that I work with, as a start, when I show them how you know robotics work, I do find those those comments that ah, this is I can't do this. And and and, but when you expose them, you show them how they can uh, make a um, a, uh, um, a, a an automatic door work in a shopping center through a robotic model. Then they realize that actually this is not difficult, and then they start to ask more questions because now they are interested. Now they are starting to think about um, things that ex- problems that exist around them that they can solve, and they say, oh well, you know what. I want to come up with 
a, uh, a a robot that can smell food and 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 tell you whether it smells delicious or not. Well, we're not yet there, but who knows what's going to happen in the next uh, you know decade or so. We've got really fertile young minds, so I think really exposure is the key. And when you expose them in a way that is not that doesn't scare them, makes them in a way that makes them feel like they are playing, then the interest starts to grow. Uh, so you have to have that passion for 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 the for the for the field, and you have to really prove that it's not difficult, it's not boring. Some exciting things have come up uh, through through STEM um, through the STEM field. Now, these young people that you engage with, where do you get them? How do they interact with you and your organization? Um, I usually work with uh, learners from schools. So either I would work with certain organizations that uh, um, that that do uh, community outreach, and uh, then through my organization, also Science um I, I, I then uh, do those uh, digital empowerment or STEM empowerment programs at the at the schools where the learners are based or in the communities where the learners are based. But of course, there's a great need, and because there are so many schools uh, that we cannot reach because of capacity, um, there's a need for community clubs, if I can call it that. You know, where learners can come together and explore STEM fun, you know, uh, you know, just like kids go on a Saturday and play a soccer match. Uh, my boys love soccer, so I spend a lot of time on the field. But uh, some kids really, I've got a, ne- a nephew who loves uh, solving problems. And when you give him a robotics kit, he can stay there the whole weekend. So you, we need to have uh, uh, community centers or, or spaces where, learn, where children can just go there and explore their curiosity and find um, interest, you know, uh, find what they like more than what um, what uh, their parents want them to pursue in their future. Because if they find what they like in, in the early ages, then they will really love their jobs and they won't quit them uh, 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 prematurely. So do you get any support from uh, the Department of Education to uh, um, have more resources and touch more young lives? Um, I've, I've engaged quite with, with a few, a few um, uh, departments in the education space. Uh, of course, uh, there's always a big issue of, uh, you know, if you, are, if you are offering solutions, then bring them with your, with your resources and, and, and you know, help. Uh, but, the, I mean, you know that um, the Department of Education is going to introduce uh, a, a subject now called coding and robotics, which moves towards the STEM education uh, aspect. So um, um, I do interact with some schools on that aspect and with uh, some, some sections of the department on that aspect in terms of advising and uh, also um, the, uh, yeah, and contributing to, to what can be um, done to, to, to make, to make the, the offering of the, of, the, of the coding and robotics a, 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 a fruitful one, a productive one for, 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 for schools and for the department as a whole. 
You're doing really great work, Sanele. Really, really great work. Uh, are, are you only based? Because I hear you talk a lot about the Midlands uh, in that area uh, in KZN, or are you expanding your reach to the rest of yes. the South African children? Uh, currently based in KZN, we focus uh, uh, in Durban as well as in the Midlands, but also we've worked with uh, some schools in the Uku, uh, Uku districts in, in, in the south coast. Uh, we want to expand further. I mean, there's, there's, the sky is the limit and there's a big need. Um, and, and there are many youngsters that are also um, able to support these initiatives. So we are going to grow. In the next year, we are going to run... Uh, uh, robotics clubs in a, a few more uh, towns uh, across the province and, and perhaps uh, in the other provinces as well and work with other organizations because there are other organizations that provide uh, such services. What's important though is that we must uh, make sure that we provide quality um, uh, services and make sure that uh, our youngsters that are benefiting from this are really learning something and they are able to become independent uh, thinkers uh, and solution developers uh, in their lives. Thank you very much, Sanela, for joining us. What a great pleasure. Strength to your both. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia, for inviting me. It was lovely to talk to you. Eighteen as it's 11 o'clock. Let's go to the final news bulletin with Greg Hose. Good evening, Greg.